0: I got hit with a, a raid from uh, Nicole Tompkins, mm-hmm. who is the voice actress play who plays Jill Valentine in the game. I was playing Resident oh, Evil Three, wow. and it was like, oh, Raiders of, you know, Nicole's stream has joined, and I was like, like it's like my brain broke. I, so I think so she does this a lot. Well, she'll she'll specifically find someone who's playing Resident Evil Three, yeah. and just raid them never thought in a million years that would ever you know that that was not even a thought that that would happen but i just my brain broke like i couldn't function like i was like (laughs) i was fangirling because i was like i can't believe i'm playing jill valentine and jill valentine just like came into the chat and she was super like
1: Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on and share their advice, stories, and experiences. And today, I'm super happy to have Sugar Melly. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. You know, it's, it's a, uh, what is this? It's a Wednesday. So yeah, halfway through the week and, you know, a couple more days till the weekend.
0: Yeah. Happy hump day.
1: Absolutely. All <laughs> right. So you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we start the podcast off with three random questions, but. Oh, okay. I had Spinachy send oh, over the no. questions.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: first one is. Okay. Yes. Your craziest camping trip story.
0: My craziest camping trip story. Okay. Uh, would you believe I have a couple of them? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the first one. All I'm going to go for the first one. The I did not grow up camping, by the way. This is not something I grew up doing. I have uh Filipino, I'm from a Filipino family that mm-hmm. we don't do that. Like, that's not a thing <laughs> we grew up doing. My mom, like, grew up in Manila and she's like, why would you want to sleep outside on purpose? You know, so, uh, but I had a chance to go travel to Africa. Oh, wow. Um and I actually camped out there in the middle of they call it the bush you know yeah 3 3 hours from civilization
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so which was kind of a a you know I'd only ever done disney camping you yeah. know like disney world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to go from disney world camping to camping in the middle of african bush Yes. Yeah. i learned what uh hyenas so- actually sound like oh, God. they they do sound like laughing for real yeah. oh. i would wake up in the middle of the night and hear cackling outside the tent not close but like yeah. close enough where you could hear it far away enough rights didn't feel in danger you know mm-hmm. um and then every morning i'd be woken up by the sound of like wild donkeys braying. Oh, yeah yeah Holy um yeah so that was pretty wild i did end up catching like a parasite <laughs> you have to be very you have to be very careful like with drinking water and all that um and i you know
1: I bet when you're out, when you're
0: out there that long, it wasn't too bad. It was just like a stomach bug. Yeah. But I, I was told by the locals, like, no, that is a, that is 100 a, a parasite you picked up. So it's like, oh great, you know. Oh my god. So went all the way to Af- Africa and picked up a parasite. Wow. But that it was a it was a it was a pretty uh, intense but rewarding experience. So yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, normally I was expecting some like camping in, you know in the backwoods of I don't know <laughs> Florida or Georgia or something, but yeah. not Africa. Wow. extreme
0: camping I do love to travel so Mm -hmm. that's uh uh I've also camped out in the outback of Australia which is pretty wild as well yeah yeah but I I either do there's no middle ground I either do (laughs) Disney camping you know luxury or just like throw me in the middle of the outback (laughs) with no resources oh my
1: god that is wild all right so number two if you can make any comic comic book into a tv show what comic book are you doing
0: Ooh, that is a good question. Okay, first a little context. I'm actually newer to comic books. Okay. Like I didn't grow up I'm my my introduction to superhero stuff was not comic books but cartoons. Yeah. So I grew up in the nineties, so I was all about like animated Batman, Superman show, X Men, you yeah. know, Spider Man, all the cartoons. That's so uh and then when MCU came out, I was yeah. like, huh, maybe I should get to know some of these other characters. So I started reading more comic books, like just in the past, like 10 years, you know? Um, But, and so I I went down a rabbit hole. I started listening to podcasts. I was like looking for recommendations. I'd be like going to comic book shops. And then I, I don't even remember who told me about this, but uh, the comic book series saga
1: Mm -hmm.
0: came across my desk. And I was like, this is amazing. Uh, So I think, and I, I didn't at the time I read it, I didn't think anything like that could be on a TV show. But I feel like culture has just changed so much. Yeah. But I do feel like there is a place for uh, a story like Saga to be in a TV show. So that would be like a dream.
1: OK. All me. right. Yeah. So now Spin said you're a musician. I am. <laughs> so, you know, which instrument do you think is the most underutilized or which instrument is the, uh, is underappreciated?
0: Oh, Oh, that's a good question. Underutilized or underappreciated? You know... Okay, this might seem like an odd answer because I do think this is used a lot, but maybe not to the extent that it should be. So I'm going to say ukulele. Okay. So... Uh, obviously, there's like a huge swath of ukulele mu- music being performed. Yeah. But like, I want someone to do for like ukulele what like Lizzo's done for the flute. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, j- like it, you know, just dropping that that hot ukulele track. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, right. I do play a little bit. I'm not like super proficient at it. I just know how to play a few like songs yeah. and-, and stuff. But I just think it's a beautiful instrument. Yeah. So that would be my that would be my uh
1: choice. All right. Yeah, anytime I think of that, I just it's like tropical music is what comes to mind. Yeah, right away. Which is
0: great. And it's this very particular vibe, but I would actually love and it you know, it'll be in like indie pop songs, yeah. you know. There they singer songwriters that definitely do it, but like I want it to break into like the mainstream, you yeah. know. I want it to be like the top forty. So I'm gonna okay. do something crazy crazy with Ukulele. So yeah.
1: that would be it. All right, so there we go. <laughs> you got uh, the inside track. There we go. I did. Normally, I just come up with questions. And, you know, like, oh, if anybody in history could sit with for an hour, who would it be? But, you know, Spin gave the inside track, and it was uh, very good. Thank her yeah. for those. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Love who it. are you? What is your background, first of all?
0: Um, In streaming or no, in, No, just like, in life. General... In general life? In life?
1: Yeah. What is your background? Where do you come from?
0: Where do I come from? Uh, Well, right now, I oh, – okay, location wise i used i was born in new york so yep. i'm a born and bred northerner um but i moved down to central florida in middle school yeah. so i've been here for quite a bit um and it's funny because like talking about particularly like gaming just because you know we're right. talking about gaming um again like i feel like this gaming me something like i came into a little bit later mm-hmm. like I've, i floated in and out of it um growing up like i never really had like again hopefully the Filipino thing my parents didn't believe in video games so they're like (laughs) like if you want to play this you got to work you can save up your own money and get you know yeah I was like but this thing's like a hundred dollars I'm five years old (laughs) how am I supposed to get this I can't get an NES you know um yeah so I and honestly like spin brought up the music stuff I have been a musician for most of my life
1: so -hmm. that's something
0: I've like focused on and uh and do professionally um, to a degree. And then so, yeah, now I've, I actually I, I love Twitch because it's been like a way for me to like combine gaming and music to, yeah. to, a, to an extent. So I really miss Twitch things. That was like my favorite one of my favorite things to do. The whole oh, OK. Online. Um, Yeah. So. Uh, Very
1: yeah. cool. Yeah, I had a uh, somebody on the other night who is a photography or a, uh, you know she takes pictures into photography, galleries and whatnot. During COVID, that's how she discovered Twitch. Was she would basically do her gallery and her artwork through Twitch? So I was you know was, you know really neat that you know through songs and music, that was you know your way to, to come to Twitch as well.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah pandemic changed a lot because i was streaming before yeah Uh, like i've been streaming like since 2018 but kind of like here and there like just shorter streams not as consistently but as soon as lockdown happened i was like i literally have nothing better to do (laughs) just sit around and play video games and stream so that's what i (laughs) that's what i i really ramped it up like i was essentially full-time for the past like year and a half oh wow since 2020 but
1: now what what's your main uh musical instrument what's your you know
0: my first instrument ever was the piano. So yeah. I started taking piano lessons when I was four years old. And uh, so funny thing, though, my mom is actually a piano teacher, a piano instructor. Mm-hmm. But she was she was uh, she was actually a child prodigy. Like the reason she came to America to begin with was to study at Juilliard. So she was born oh, wow. in the Philippines and immigrated to the States specifically to study. Uh, so. She, from a very young age, had a lot of pressure put on her to perform mm-hmm. and to practice. So, course correcting for for me as a child, she never wanted to, like, pressure my sister and I to, yeah. like, do anything music. So, they, she kind of took the opposite route. She's like, if you want to keep doing this, great. If not, that's okay. So, I kind of took a break from it for a while. Yeah. But it's something I came back to. I ended up studying in, in school. And,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... That's very cool. And now, where did video games begin? You said you discovered it late in life. What was the first, you know, first game you started playing or console?
0: <laughs> this is gonna be really. It's gonna sound really stupid. Um, well, I grew up playing a little bit of Nintendo. I had yeah. friends that had Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I would never. I never got to play it, like at home. Yeah. So it was only whenever I was at my friend's house, they would like hand me the controller, and I could play like Super Mario Brothers just for a little bit, or like. You know, I could play Duck Hunt, you know, yeah. <laughs> so a, bunch of, a bunch of Nintendo earlier. And then like I when it came down to it, uh, I did not end up saving some money to buy my own thing, but it was down to like Game Boy or Game Gear. And for yeah. some reason, I wouldn't like Game Gear. Oh, OK. I, I know. I think I I mean, I love <laughs> I love Sonic. I grew yeah. up playing Sonic. I was heavily influenced by the movie. <laughs> Surf Ninja. I don't know if you have know this movie.
1: I have heard of that. Yes, I think I it's have. It's
0: probably a terrible movie, but yeah. for some reason, I it made a huge impact on me. And I just remember <laughs> a Game Gear being like essential to the to the movie. Yeah. And I, I came out of the movie thinking like, I need to get one of those. So now that I think about it, it was that whole movie was probably just a big old marketing campaign for <laughs> Sega. Yeah. <laughs> and I totally bought into it. Yeah. But it's funny because like, you know, I play much more Nintendo now, so I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I missed. I, I feel like I missed. Like I should have maybe gotten the Game Boy, but you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and now, over the years, what are some of the games that you know, s- you know, stick out for you that like you know, those were all you know some all time favorites.
0: Uh for me, I think the game the game that actually catapulted me into like kind of going hardcore with streaming and gaming in general was actually The Last of Us. Oh, okay. So, I, I. Didn't think I liked horror games, Yeah, number one. So I was sort of interested in zombie stuff at the time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this sounds like maybe something I would do. Like, I've, I'm kind of terrified. I hadn't really played, other than, like, one Resident Evil game, I hadn't really played much horror.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh But I was just completely drawn into that game because of, like, the storytelling. Ta- I mean, you know, the storytelling is amazing. I found the gameplay to be really fun. And then I got ultra obsessed with the multiplayer. So, okay. That I had never done much multiplayer up to that point.
1: Yeah?
0: Not, you know, not, I've never played shooters much, but I got into that hard, quite like no life <laughs> Last of Us multiplayer <laughs> factions. Wow. Uh, and it was funny, like, I made friends on online doing that. I would just play in ma- random lobbies and then, you know, meet people and, like, you know, squad up with randoms and yeah. uh, just had fun that way. And I just played the crap out of that game. And then that's actually how I got into Twitch because okay. I... I was, like, trying to get good, you know? <laughs> um, so I would I was looking up videos, like, okay, is there strats or something like can like, improved gameplay? And at first I checked out YouTube videos, and I found, you know, a couple of things there. And then that's how I would stumbled onto Twitch. Yeah. I had no idea what Twitch was, had never heard of it before, and found a bunch of streamers that were playing Last of Us on uh, Multiplayer, and I was yeah. like, Ooh, like, and just watch these people play live. Like, what a concept. Right. So, that's, I started, I found Twitch first as a viewer and mm-hmm. just was watching all the time. I got, also got super into Friday the 13th. Yeah. So, I was watching a lot of streamers play those two games primarily. Okay. Yeah.
1: Ah. And at what made you go live then? You're watching them. What did you just like? Yeah, I can do this.
0: It honestly was sort of an accident. Uh <laughs> Uh yeah, I had I maybe had been on Twitch for like a year, year and a half. Yeah. And I didn't realize that my PlayStation 4 came with a go live button. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, this is how I could do this." Cuz I didn't at that time I didn't have a PC, I didn't have a setup, I didn't yeah. have anything. And so I was like, "Huh. That kind of looks like fun." So I uh one night I just was like, "I'm going to try this just to see. I'm not going to tell anybody." Yeah. I'm not going to like advertise this i'm just gonna get on try it out and see if i like it you know yeah so i played a game i had already played before which was the last of us but like the dlc
1: yeah
0: so it's like this is a short dlc it's like an hour hour and a half tops i can just try this out and then uh you know and hop off yeah and then nobody nobody will know the difference (laughs) i'm just gonna see if i like it and then one of my friends that i had met through gaming at the time I somehow she noticed that I went live yeah. and she came in the chat and started yelling at me and was like, what if <laughs> you're live and she's like one of my really good friends now. And she's uh, like also, she was like my first mod, Yeah. but she, she like was there and, I, and then like told one other person. So I had like two viewers, my very first stream.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which was amazing. And then I was uh, stupidly streaming off of wifi at the time also. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know why this isn't working, but you know, we'll <laughs> make it work. Uh, I didn't even know how to raid anybody. I was yeah. like, should we do a raid? And she was sitting there telling me, like, I think this is what you do to do that you type, you can type in slash raid and just find someone. I was like, okay. So I didn't even, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I kind of just stumbled into it secretly. And then yeah. I was like, wow, this is so much fun. Like, I love doing this. So it just kind of grew from, yeah, humble beginnings oh, from there.
1: Wow. And that when, those first people that come in that you don't know in the chat what is that experience like you know how do you what's your first reaction to that because you know it's like now you've got random people coming in and asking you questions or whatnot
0: yeah i you know it's so funny as soon as anybody even now i still i still get so excited when i see a new person in there that mm-hmm. hops in chat and just starts you know, when, when they're not weird and when they're, you know, <laughs> engaged, <laughs> when they're engaged and like, they're funny, you know, like, and it's like a, it's an exchange. I'm like, that still gets me, like, it still brings me back to that first time where like somebody just came in a chat yeah, and it's like, you know, so, you know, when you're starting out, there's maybe, maybe nobody's in there, you know, it's right. like, it can be, um, a little lonely in there, but as soon as like one person comes in and starts talking, it doesn't matter if it's just one person, it totally makes your day, yeah. you know? Uh, so I, I still feel like I get that feeling every time like someone new comes in. It's like, yeah, and it's just interactive. It's also about interaction and connection.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. now what would you say has been some of the highlights since you, you know, hit that go live button?
0: Uh, for me personally, def like hundred percent relationships, friendships, yeah. uh, like spit is like one of my greatest friends, yeah. not just like from Twitch, but like of life, you mm-hmm. know, like we, we, you know, we're really good personal friends. We know what's going on with each other's lives, that kind of thing. We talk a lot. Um, and not just her, but so many other people. Um, I actually got, went on a trip last year to meet a bunch of ladies that I had met through, through Twitch and through, yeah. you know, uh, specifically through, di- through, uh, the pandemic, we kind of like started like this chat this girls chat where we just kind of like you know kind of keep each other's company we'd play games you know every now and then so actually like that was such a cool thing just to go we all met up in vegas you know (laughs) met up in vegas (laughs) and just hung out for the weekend and it was it was such a cool experience um just getting to meet people that i've you know met met through twitch has just been amazing and yeah
1: ah now back to this to spinachy how did you guys meet
0: uh, okay, yeah, I met Spinachy uh, through it was one of the streamers that I was watching at the time who was playing Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. So I was watching um, I was watching her play, and then Spinachy raided. Yeah. And back in the day, she used to have like these <laughs> booty emotes. So it was like <laughs> it was like pink and purple booties. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a booty raid. That's all yeah. I knew. So it was like all these pink and purple booties just started like. Coming down in the chat, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> like, and then the streamer was like, "Oh, you should go follow Spidachi," you know. And I was like, "Okay, I'll go check her out." Um, and I did follow her at the time. She was playing a lot of like Siege and Tarkov. Yeah, and I had never really watched or played any of those games before. Yeah, so I would kind of check in casually, kind of watch. Uh, I did take a short break from Twitch, like about six months, where yeah. I. Uh, I just had to step back and not. I wasn't playing any games for for a period of time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I eventually came back, and I decided to hop in and check out her channel. And she had at that point like transitioned to do more do like do more story games. Yeah. And like variety. So I was kind of like she was starting to play games that I was like interested in. Like I remember one of the first times I, one of the first games she played when I was coming back to it was like Spider Man. Yeah the the 2018 Spider-Man. So I was like, oh, I love this game. Like I'm playing it too. Like yeah. I would be cool to watch some somebody else play it. So, yeah. So we actually just started off as a viewer in her chat, and then I, I dropped into her DMs. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just started chatting, and immediately it was like we clicked. Like oh, up from cool. like from the beginning. And so, uh, we I th- actually I think we I think we were just DMing probably for six months so we didn't even talk like at that point i I didn't have pc so i wasn't in discord or stuff like voice so we didn't even actually talk until like six months in, and then it was like oh my god now we can actually talk to each other so yeah yeah. so since then yeah we've just become really good friends but it all started it all started from a friday the 13th (laughs) channel you know
1: randomly isn't it amazing how this platform, you create these relationships that, you know, last years I've, I've had people on who, who are content creators and their first people in their uh, streams ended up being their best men at weddings, and it's just, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. I yeah. never thought that, like, a gaming platform would be, like, w- yeah. would be, like, a, a gateway to that.
1: But, yeah, yeah that's been the
0: greatest gift for me.
1: Now, what advice would you have for somebody who's ready to go live for the first time?
0: <laughs> uh, advice. Sometimes I don't know. I just because of my own start, I'm like, don't do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> don't just be like curious. Hmm, what is this? Ha- what happens yeah. when I press this button? Um, I think one of the, one of the I think pitfalls I think I see for people starting off is that they'll immediately drop thousands of dollars mm-hmm. into a streaming setup. With no concept, no like idea about what they even want to do the channel. And then even without too much experience about, yeah. you know, uh, for me, I think it's like, just start with what you have and do the best job possible. And like, as it continues to grow, you can invest more and more into it. Yeah. But I, like that's exactly what I did. Like I started, uh, streaming off of console and as I began to get into it, be more comfortable but I Kind of found my own like voice and style and, yeah. um, and then I started putting more money into it. And then I like, I, I found a, a buddy of mine was like, hey, uh, I have a PC that I'm not using anymore. Or <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm just going to upgrade, you know, and get a yeah. new one. So it was an old PC. It wasn't like top of the line or anything. But he was like, you can have it for free if you want. So I was like, perfect. So then I kind of started accumulating and building the setup a bit more from there. And then I finally built a PC a couple years ago. So um, just like gradually, gradually kind of accumulating and growing it. Um, as the stream itself grew, because yeah. I think there's there's so many things. I mean, I didn't. I still kind of feel like I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing. Every day's a learning experience. Like even today, I had ma- major tech issues. Yeah. Like, My I had a power surge. My monitor stopped working. The internet started lagging, and like I was like, oh my goodness! Like you'd think, <laughs> four years and three or four years into this, like you know, you'd feel more comfortable. But it's like you know, yeah. a, t- a one tech issue can like you know, you can feel like it almost derails the whole thing. You know. Oh my! That's, yeah, that's the same like. with music, though. Like, tech, yep. you know, you can perform for twenty years, and like, um, you know, if a mic doesn't come on or something you know, something yeah. happens, it's always there's always a tech issue. But you just <laughs> have to learn to roll with it. And...
1: Yeah. All right. And now, what has been the hardest thing about you know going live and being a content creator?
0: I would say, I think life balance. I think is probably. The trickiest thing yeah. i I have flexed in and out of going super hard and doing like eight to ten twelve hour yeah. streams i when i like I thrive off of that like i love I love do those long sessions um, but sometimes like sometimes i'll push myself more than mm-hmm. I think is healthy. <laughs> so like if I, I, and I know, I know like if I go to, if I do like a 12 or 14 hour stream, I'm like, okay, I need to take like probably 48 hours after this. Yeah. Like I know, I kind of know my limits, but I think getting in tune with my own limits in terms of energy.
1: Yeah.
0: In terms of like time and attention, I need to be devoting to some other things outside of stream. Mm-hmm. But then there's constantly like a, a guilt too. Cause you can always be streaming more. Right. Always, yeah. you know, You can always be doing more. Always be more engaged. I mean, I think that's like the any platform, not just Twitch, but content creator, like constantly yeah. feeling I need to be putting something out. I need to stay present. I need to stay engaged. I need to stay relevant. I need, you know, yeah. all of this other stuff. I need to be on TikTok. I need to, like <laughs> it can really be overwhelming because um, you know there's no cap on it. There's no right. limit. Yeah. And so you have to learn how to put limits on yourself and know like what's healthy. And, yeah might be a bit too much so uh i think that's it because yeah. i always feel like a guilt like i always could be doing more you know <laughs> and so now,
1: now do you see parallels with that from a musician standpoint too or there's just more more of that guilt because your content creator is so easy just to hop on go live
0: uh i do think so. i do think there is that guilt because it's very similar to music um in terms of practice yeah. and honing your craft, uh, I think, gosh, like I, 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 think that sometimes I think that this pushing myself really hard started in gaming. It didn't. Like yeah. it, it has been totally a rhythm with with music. Like I remember when I studied music in college, yeah, I would be, I would be practicing for five, six, seven, eight plus hours oh, okay. a day, and I remember like leading into. Uh, my recital, so like every student had to do like a major recital at the end of like your your you know your time, yeah, and uh lead I remember leading on that recital, I was literally like living at the practice studio, oh, wow, <laughs> like I think one time I did a session where I was literally just there for like twenty four hours and I would like take breaks to eat and like <laughs> power nap, <laughs> and then I would just kill because I was stressed out, I was like, right, I need to perform yeah. this, I need to do this like and like every every minute. You know, and then there's a point of, like, diminishing returns, too. Yeah. So, like, you know, you you can only play the same notes, like, so many times before you're like, am I, is this actually making things better, or right. am I, am I now, is this now detrimental <laughs> to what I'm doing? And I feel like learning and writing that curve is very similar with, like, streaming. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can, I've never done a 24-hour. I don't yeah. know if I could ever do that, but, you know, I've gotten close, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the twenty-four. That's a that's a long time of just. I don't think it's here. healthy. No. I, I
0: admire and like the people that can pull it off and do yeah. it. I think the longest I've ever done was sixteen. Yeah. But even that was like, I think I needed like a full week of recovery after oh, that absolutely, one.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Or or even yeah. you know, not even so much twenty-four hours, but people who do ten-hour streams six days a week. There's no oh, way that's healthy. Do.
0: No, no, no. There's no way I could do that. Yeah. You know, actually the one time I did a sixteen and a half hour stream, it was with it was a co-stream with Spinegy. With okay. She was she was doing it, she was she was going for 24 and yeah. I we co-streamed for a lot of it. And then I think I think we did like Diablo, we did like Twitch things, and then we did like Siege. And then I was like, okay, I'm tapped out. I can't, <laughs> I was I'm like, I can't. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm ditching, I'm bailing, I can't stay up with you for all these 24 hours. So she yeah. finished off playing a bunch of siege or something, but yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm out 16 hours. I'm, I'm done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now from yeah. a Twitch standpoint, are you affiliate or partnered?
0: I am affiliate.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. And now are you chasing partner or it's just, you know, something that's, you know, if it comes, it comes.
0: Uh, I think there is probably a time where I was definitely going hard with that. And I would say that was probably in the, you know, like when I had all the time in the world to do it, I was like, yeah. "Well, I might as well, might as well just put all the hours and work in and see see if it happens." You know, yeah. I would still love for it to happen, but I think I'm, I'm kind of at the point now where, like, if it happens, great. If not, I'm just I'm just happy to continue doing this. You know, yeah. as enjoying it. And uh, I also do think that partner seems to come from people I know that have been partners for. Yeah. You know, it does seem to come with its own sets of challenges, and the challenges change. Yeah. And evolve even when you finally, you know, get the check well, mark.
1: Yeah, like when you do get that check mark, it's not like it's all downhill now. It is nothing really changes from a, you know a financial standpoint. It's you know there's it's just another check. It's it's the check mark essentially.
0: And I think the line now between perks for partners and affiliates is yeah. very thin now.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So there isn't. I mean, there is still a benefit, obviously, and yeah. it's obviously a, a goal that I'm still aspiring to, to, to a degree. But uh, I think because the uh, requirements have changed, the benefits have changed, the perks have changed, yeah. that the line between affiliate and partners is very thin. So, yeah. um, but I do know I, from other friends that I've had, who are partners, they do say the uh, sorry, they do say that the post partnership, yeah, like slump is a thing so yeah. that's a thing it's like because I even think about that to like well if it doesn't ever happen it, everything's gonna tank after anyway yeah. <laughs> so like you know like in my you know my worst anxiety you know
1: <laughs>
0: fears or whatever but yeah. yeah I know it's I know it's tough either way to make it to make a channel successful whether you're an affiliate or whether you're a partner it's it's a, it's a grind and it's yeah. a lot of work either way and um yeah
1: now, are you creating content for other platforms too? YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, anything like that? Or I mean Twitch, I've I've been
0: posting you know, it's so funny. Uh YouTube scares me a little uh, <laughs> because of the level of quality and work that goes into it. Yeah. I actually had a buddy of mine uh, last year. He he just is a viewer and he just watches all kinds of, you know, streams all the yeah. time. And he's he was talking to me, he's like, Are you on are you on YouTube? And I was like I feel like I should, but it just seems like a lot of work to edit and yeah, get things together and stay on top of it. And he said, you know, what you could do is just, he's like, I watch streams on YouTube all the time where it's just a full uploaded video. Yeah. And he's like, you could just do that just to get started and see how that goes. So I, I have started to do that a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I still don't feel great about it because it's like, I don't want to just be putting VODs up. You right. Know? I feel like I need it needs to be something a little bit different, but something's better than nothing and so i kind of took his advice and started posting things um tiktok i don't understand tiktok either i i've tried the algorithm and i don't work very well together (laughs) so i have not i have not struggled on tiktok quite yet
1: yeah yeah no i haven't figured out tiktok and i think maybe it's a younger person thing i just you know some of the stuff on tiktok (laughs) i just like what i don't get it
0: you know, I actually stayed away from TikTok for the longest time because I was like, I'm too old for this. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not Gen Z, you know, I'm yeah. not like a elder millennial or whatever. And I was like, I think I just missed the boat. I actually had a couple friends who have nothing to do with Twitch. They don't yeah. game or anything. They were the ones who actually convinced me oh, just okay. like to get on TikTok just as like a consumer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, I don't know, isn't it all just like dance videos? And they're like, No, you just have to like it is not just <laughs> dance videos. There's a cozy part of Twitch that you just have to find for yourself. It exists. Yeah. Just, you know, get on there, figure it out. And so I did. And they were, in fact, correct. Okay. Um, yeah. So. All right. Uh, and I've tried. I've tried to post things on there, but yeah. it, you know, it doesn't quite work out all the time.
1: <laughs> well, a lot of the content creators have come on here. They, you know, that's when they look back. If I see, you know, I ask them, you know, what would you change if you went, if you could go back? And they say they would have jumped on YouTube Sooner than than they mm-hmm. did, and yep. also from a discoverability standpoint, even if you're just doing TikTok, like TikToks or YouTube Shorts, it just takes one video to hit, and then that can drive yeah. viewers over to to your main Twitch channel. Essentially,
0: you know what? I actually <laughs> I have one viewer that I know for sure came from TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> so because he he constantly references like one video I posted on there. Yeah. like it's it's it was a joke about how I drink. Cafe Bustello. Yeah. So every time he comes in, I knew he came from TikTok because he was like, How about that Cafe Bustello? So he always makes a joke about it. I'm like, Yes, that's my one TikTok viewer.
1: Let's go. Excellent. Oh.
0: Yeah. So if it's just one, yeah, it's worth it. You know, I may right. never go viral. I may yep. never, you know, but I got I got that one viewer from you the did. Cafe Bustello video. So that's Absolutely. all that matters.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> You would describe yourself as a variety streamer. When did you identify yourself as that? You know, you started out with Last of Us as your main game streaming. Now, did you just slowly just change games as you were, you know, over the over the years? Or did you main a game for a while before you did that transition?
0: Yeah, I think I've always been a variety from the beginning. I just didn't know that that's what it was called. Yeah. I would just, before I think I would have just called it games. I like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I started off playing uh, mostly story games. So, uh, last, like obviously last of us is stream yeah. that, uh, I think I, I want to say one of the first games I ever streamed was God of war, mm-hmm. uh, God of war, uh, from 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So like a lot of these, a lot of these like open world RPGs. Yeah. Resident, the first Resident Evil, I got super into Resident Evil and streamed all the Resident Evil games. Um, so I just, I never like really s- intentionally sought out to do variety. I yeah. was just gravitated toward games that I just enjoyed and hoped that people would enjoy me
1: watch, or
0: watching me you play. So
1: that's a blessing, though, because I, you know, I talk to a lot of people who they main one game and they have to play that game every day. And if they, you know, if they miserable it just comes through and you know their chat's not happy about it and it comes across and whereas you know a variety streamer hey whatever you're in the mood for let's you know slap this in you know what you know spider-man's not being fun today let's switch over to that and it's just you know from a mental health standpoint it's got to be got to be better
0: yeah you know it's funny though because i i've had a couple of people tell me like you know if you just like and you know streamers like, like yeah. people that have grown their channel and know what they're talking about they're like you know if you just main one game you would your channel would grow like pretty quickly and i always think about that i'm like yeah but then i would hate streaming (laughs) 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 so so i i mean i i i admire the people that like you know thrive off of the one game thing i i think that's incredible and that's you know it truly is how you can build a following because everybody knows oh that's the you know that's the tarkov guy that's the that's the siege person you know like that it's so much easier to kind of like build consistency and familiarity with your yeah. audience when you always know what to expect. That's the same as any product. You right. know, consistency is is huge. Um, but I just know... I've Now, I've tried to be more tactical about the games I play. Like, yeah. I'm not just... I think there is a balance between picking something just for me and then yeah. also picking something I think my now-established, like, viewers, you know, right. would be interested in watching. So and I, I do pay attention to that. Yeah. Uh, but very rarely... Will I play a game against my will?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes it's for charity. Yeah. Sometimes it's for like crazy <laughs> chat challenges or you know some goofy thing like that. But yeah. other than that, I pretty much because you know I think people can pick up on it when yeah. you don't enjoy a game. I I feel like people know they do. Like there's there's been times I've started games and felt like it just wasn't wasn't I wasn't clicking with it, and so it was affecting like my energy mood and just like positive you know like all all the all the things that kind of make it can make a channel enjoyable for people so i've learned to just cut it off like if because there does there's a thing where you feel like you failed if you don't finish a game on stream like i don't i don't know where that (laughs) expectation came from but i actually like this is why like spin spin spinachy has been a huge like source of like it like advice and insight for me. So yeah. I remember one of the first conversations I had with her, I can try to remember what game it was. I can't even remember what game it was. That's how much I hated it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember talking to her. I was like, I really just don't like, I'm not enjoying this game. And like, but I just feel like I need to finish it. She's like, yeah. why? No, but there's no law that says if you stream a game, you need to finish it. Yeah. I was like, Oh,
1: there is isn't. There's no etiquette. I, I can just, There's live. no,
0: I was like, I can just stop. She's like, yes. And I was like, Oh, but I was like, isn't that like failing? She's like, no, like they'll, you know, they're probably gonna they'll watch anything you, you know, whatever you whatever you play. It's like it's they're, they're gonna know, they're going they're good, yeah, and they're gonna know if you don't like something. So yeah. it's gonna be much better for you if if you actually enjoy something you're playing. And I was like, huh? There we go. I just had never not finished a game on stream before, so yeah. I felt like it it was a failure, you know.
1: <laughs> so it turns out it's not. No, nope, <laughs> so, not at all. Uh, yeah. How would you now? How would you describe your your stream? And your community?
0: Uh, I think the the words I often get from people who enjoy it, it's cozy and chill. Yeah. And welcoming. So that's that's the kind of environment I try to cultivate. You know, I'm not like, there's so many different kinds of personalities and brands and like personas that people have on Twitch. You know, you got like larger yeah. than my personalities. You got like, you got sexy, you know, yeah. you got like, you got super, uh, super great game. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the people doing 360 no scope headshot. You right. know, like yeah. that's totally me. No, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for me, it's like one of the one of the things that I hear from the community a lot is like, it's such a great place to just chill and enjoy. Um, you know, I have a, like a lot of people that just like tell me that they lurk, but they just enjoy. It's like their nighttime stream. Yeah. And like, to me, that is that just means so much. Like that people come back like time and time again, just to watch view chat anything where they feel like that they can relax and take a break from whatever they've got going on and just enjoy something. And so that being, being chill, being chill and, uh, and warm and, and, and welcoming has always been a mark. I think, well,
1: you do have that late night radio voice, that DJ voice. (laughs) I like just, when you're just talking, there's like, yeah, like, you know, like that, you know, 10 p.m. to, you know, 1 a.m. that, you know, DJ, you're driving home and you just she's talking about, you know, it's just very chill.
0: No, you know, it's so funny. Nobody has ever said that to me before, but I appreciate yeah.
1: <laughs> a late night radio. OK, OK, yeah. I'll take
0: it. I'll take it.
1: I grew up with the radio. So, yeah. So, that, you know, that's maybe that's why you haven't heard it, because all these millennials are hanging around and whatnot.
0: Yeah, no, nobody's listening to the radio. Right? Maybe, yeah. maybe that's what it is, right? <laughs>
1: Now, what you know? What are some of the games you're looking forward to? That's coming, you know, coming down the road that you're looking to play.
0: Uh I definitely God of War Ragnarok is is a game. I I absolutely adored the first one. I've been meaning to re- replay it. Yeah, because I uh, maybe I'm like a harder difficulty or something, uh, which is I haven't done it with that game. And then, uh, oddly enough, Hogwarts Legacy oh, from every yes. <laughs> uh, I. Huge Harry Potter fan. I've read all the books multiple times. Love the movies. Which is all your that.
1: favorite book?
0: Ooh. I, I'm going to say I've got a tie, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it to Order of the Phoenix. Yes.
1: Uh, yep. Absolutely. Really? Yes. <laughs> we, our cat is named Luna. Or, or Wait. No, my uh, dog is named Luna. Yes. I have a dog. Yeah. Dog's named okay. Luna. Wait.
0: What, what house are you? I would have Do you know to, what house?
1: I would have to say Gryffindor. It's just We're a Gryffindor? Yeah.
0: I wish I were a Gryffindor. I aspired a Gryffindorness, but apparently I'm a Ravenclaw, so I'm okay. a proud Ravenclaw. Every test I've taken, <laughs> I've tried to get Gryffindor. Yeah. Like I went on Pottermore, I created like three different accounts on yeah. Pottermore, retook the test, went through the whole thing three different times, and I was like, I need to get this and be a Gryffindor. But it gave me Ravenclaw every single time. So I've come <laughs> to accept. Yeah. I, I come to accept. I Now I'm a proud Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So I grew up my, so I have three kids. My oldest grew up in that Harry Potter phase and she was probably 12 or 13 and she was reading the book so fast that they were advancing. Like, no, you got to hold off. You can't, I can't let you read number six because they're getting too violent and dark and whatnot. Yep. And it was just oh, it was tough, but yeah, it's, it's the whole Harry Potter experience was fantastic around you know around here.
0: The thing I love about Order of the Phoenix, uh, I think, is that you know you've been with these kids now through four books, yeah. and in book five they finally start to fight back and organize. Yeah, and I that was so exciting to me. Yeah, <laughs> just like reading that because you you know they. They're so proactive. They're always going into danger and trying to, like, solve all the problems and everything. But this is the first time you see them all band together it, it and try to create. Yeah. 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 So that's that's why I love – that's specifically why I love that, yeah. that bu- the book the most.
1: Now, I'm going to – I didn't read the last three. I discovered Stephen Fry doing the audio books. Oh, oh yeah. wow. That's, you know, it's just it's a much better way with the voices and everything like that. I have
0: – I actually, through my library, I can get those audiobooks, like I can yep. check them out. So I've been working my way through. I haven't gotten to the later ones yet. Yeah. Though, so, yeah. yes.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Ah, it's so amazing. Harry Potter. So you're looking forward, yeah. forward to the Potter game.
0: Yes. What else? Any others? I think, I want to say those are the, the two at the top of my I can't think of anything else right now. This cause this it's,
1: it's, it's, oh, no. The Spider Man is coming out, that's basically from the console version coming out to the PC. We've already played that one. Yeah. Yes. We, but
0: I, I'm going to sink so many hours
1: into the Hogwarts game. That's, <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, the next, the Jedi Fallen Order 2. But I don't yes. think that's coming out for a while. So. I don't
1: think so either. Nope. That first yeah. one was really good. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, speaking of Star Wars, so you were dressed up. You got to, you know, I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, that is so cool. What's the story behind that?
0: Oh, uh, but Ahsoka. behind the, the Ahsoka Tano cosplay, yes. yes. Uh I am a huge, like, obviously Star Wars fan, but I just, Ahsoka is probably one of my favorite characters.
1: Yeah.
0: I would say, she's probably in the top three, but. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Jedi. Jedi. Yes.
1: I am no Jedi, but,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm actually pretty new to cosplaying. I, uh, decided to, to dress up as Ahsoka Tano for,
1: yeah.
0: uh, for May the 4th. Yeah. So I did a big old Star oh, Wars cool. stream. You know, it's so crazy. So this is, I'm so glad I did it that day. Uh, I had such a, like a blast. Yeah. Uh, but I think th- the cosplay, I think was the single reason I got raided by, uh, Adriana Chechnik. Oh, no way. Yeah. Like it was insane. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think she was just like, I'll be raid Somebody else who's playing Star Wars. Cause we were playing, le- we were both playing Star Wars Lego. Yeah. And I think she was just looking for someone r- random. And I don't even think she knew who sokatana was. I think she was like, whoa, somebody's dressed up like an alien. Let's go. <laughs> so that was, like, one of the craziest, like, raids I've ever had. But, yeah. it, like, I think it was specifically because of that cosplay, yeah. which was super cool, you know.
1: Oh, cool. And now, are yeah. there certain rules for cosplay? I've never jumped into it or anything like that. But... I don't think so. I think yeah. it's just
0: whatever you, you know, it. I, the few times I've done it, it's only yeah. ever been for characters. Like I really, really love, yeah. you know, so we, I've done like a, a femme, Nathan Drake. Okay. I did, I did, uh, uh, Ada from resident evil. Yeah. Like, so the, I haven't done very many, but then Ahsoka Tano, I, I definitely wanted to do one for uh, May the 4th. So yeah. that was, that was the, that was the only choice. You
1: okay. Know? Now did you read the book?
0: Uh, yes. I, that's one of the ones I got on audio. Yeah.
1: That was good. Yeah, that her was really really good. And-
0: yeah, the backstory. I cannot wait for this this Oka oh. show. I'm so ready.
1: How about when she made the appearance in Mandalorian? Yeah. Mandalorian, yes. Oh,
0: yeah. I just I love that whole I, I first of all, I love that Rosario Dawson is essentially like a fan cast. Like yeah. the fans basically like spoken into existence. I think she's perfect for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's such an amazing. I was so excited to see her. And then she when she just shows up with those dual lightsabers. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. actually the next part of the cosplay I need to uh, acquire. I don't, yeah. ha- I didn't have the legit dual lightsaber, so that's the next part of my list to make that cosplay completely <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> oh,
1: so now you know, being a streamer on Twitch, being a female streamer on Twitch it has its own uniqueness to it, and and you know, sometimes could be the scary kind of things. What's your experience been?
0: I think for the most part. Oddly enough, it's been it's been fairly positive. Oh, there's obviously like challenge. Uh, there's obviously like the dark side of Twitch, yeah. which is like sexist and you know yeah. all that. It's honestly it's been challenging, like trying to navigate all of that yeah. and uh, kind of develop a thicker skin.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but honestly, part of what makes it Bearable is like the other female like relationships and friendships that I've yeah developed. Like, I actually have a support network now. Oh, good. <laughs> of, like, of like, of like other women, like, yeah, streamers, and like, you know, just people on Twitch that we're like, you know, if we need a safe place to like to vent or share or right, like yeah. support each other, like, when if something, if there, if we know if there's like an attack within the community, yeah, like it it's everywhere. Like we know everybody knows in the yeah. community, you know? So, um, that's been extremely helpful. Like I think I, my actually I actually get upset when I think about the, I know that there's people on this platform who get those attacks and they don't have the same amount of support yeah. and, and, and relationships and care that you need to help feel like stronger and not as vulnerable yeah. and to also know how to respond and handle situations. Yeah. Um, so I would say, I think I have really great mods too. I think having, yeah. um, strong community support is huge also. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then also just learning how to, I think learning how to community manage is probably one of the trickiest yeah. <laughs> and yeah. toughest lessons to learn about, cause you want to make it as open as possible, but right. then you also have to put boundaries in place where things are not tolerated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I, by and large, I've been relatively lucky. Yeah. But that's because of the people I've chosen to put around me, and it's having that support system is yeah. huge. So yeah, That's good.
1: Yeah, like I've I've had mm. other female streamers on. Nixia from the Escape from Tarkov community. She created a group called the Chatettes, which mm. is a Discord for all female streamers who are you know coming into Tarkov or just playing the game for a while. And like you said, there's a support only, you know, basically spreading information around, passing along. Hey, there's this guy's in my chat and giving a heads up about that or just being there to to vent. Because often people who are your IRL friends have no clue some of the stuff that, you know, being a content creator goes through and they can't relate to that. Yeah, I think
0: that's the thing. Twitch specifically is such a niche kind of platform platform. And you know a lot of the a lot of my arrow friends they know what YouTube is they know what yeah. Instagram is you know TikTok but like Twitch they have no concept of what that is yeah and the kind of depth of community that can happen there and also the kind the breadth of like attacks and like just crazy things that you have <laughs> to yeah. encounter and deal with uh, yeah. on a weekly basis yeah uh, but. Yeah, I think, I think that's amazing. I need to find out what that Discord is, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love to, to hop in there. Yeah, but it's, it, I think that's the thing. It helps to know you're not alone. It helps to know that you do have support, and yeah. um, you can figure things out and come up with solutions. And yeah. if you don't know what to do, at least having someone to bounce ideas off and figure out.
1: Yeah. You know. just And it's, it's you know, where it's, your, the chatets has really helped is the people who are just coming onto Twitch. They Like mm. you said, they have no clue what to expect, Here's a Discord you can go into. Ask your questions. You know, it's you know, it's all other all the other ladies, and it's you know, it's a safe space.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's great.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool that she did that. Um, you also said Nathan Drake a little bit ago. Did you watch the movie? I did. <laughs> what was your take on it?
0: My take was it was about what I expected from a video game movie. I enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun, but. I think I think the there could have been things done better for yeah, sure
1: but it wasn't <laughs> awful it was enjoyable that's, you yeah. know, that's the way I looked at it Yeah
0: yes. Yeah I think that's the thing like I think I was also just in the mood for just like a fun adventure kind of movie yeah. and i think i think also with video game movies my standards my expectations are very low so like when something is actually enjoyable mm-hmm. i was like hey i like this
1: one Absolutely. like
0: you know it's like sonic that was yeah. like that was a delightful surprise so i was like this is a actually a really good movie I've, so i haven't
1: i've never watched it just because it's like <laughs> oh, it just looks it doesn't look great so you're telling it, me it's good
0: the, I mean, the first one, I still haven't seen the second one. Yeah. So, but I've heard nothing, you know, the last, <laughs> my friends have like a, a five-year-old her, her, she had a rave review. <laughs> <Okay. about Sonic. laughs> so from straight from a five-year-old, you know, yeah. uh, I need to, I need to check that one out, but supposedly it's great. And, uh, the first one was very fun. Yeah. So.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, when it comes to streaming and playing, do you prefer doing solo games or do you have, you know, do you have some, some days where you're playing with other people? on stream
0: you know it's so funny i i would say i probably do more like a 90 10 split yeah i mostly do solo games and then when i get onto a multiplayer streak yeah on the rare occasion then it's like why am i not just doing this all the time this is so much fun (laughs) like for instance today i streamed fall guys for the first time since 2020 and i was like and we had a bunch of the community members come in and join i'm like this was so much fun i was at first i was like uh people have been asking me to play it so I'm like I'll play it you yes. know we'll see what, there's a new season it's cross platform we'll see what it's all about I'm like I'll maybe play this for an hour and then I'm going to hop and do Batman. Yeah. Turns out we just did we just did Fall Guys the entire time cuz I was having such a blast. Oh wow.
1: That's so cool. yeah. I did
0: I did have a uh, Call of Duty phase yeah. <laughs> streaming but I think everybody got <laughs> super tired of it cuz I it's okay to this day Call of Duty Cold War is my most streamed game, which wow. is insane because I'm like, I play all kinds of other games, right. but when I look at my numbers, I'm like, why is this still the most streamed <laughs> game? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, what, yeah. what game have you enjoyed most playing online? Or in you know, uh, streaming?
0: Streaming. Probably Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, which was surprise to me probably yeah. the most. I, uh, had never played a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I didn't grow up with my own Nintendo. I just yeah. had to play with other people's Nintendo. Um, but my husband actually, for the longest time, he's a huge Zelda fan. Okay. He, you know, he grew up playing every Zelda game. Ocarina of time is like his all time favorite. Yeah. When we, f- we first got breath of the Wild came out, he played it. I didn't see him for two weeks cause he just <laughs> played it the entire time. Uh, and he's been telling me for years, like you need to play Breath of the Wild. And I was like, Sigh. I've tried playing it on the handheld yeah. Switch, and I think what I was experiencing was a Joy-Con problem. Yeah, because I would just play it, and I'm like, this doesn't feel good. Link keeps falling off the mountain because I can't control the, you know. Yeah, I was like, I actually gave it a solid go off stream for about like eight hours, yeah. and I was like, Sigh. I was like, I'm not feeling this, so I just, I just put it away. And then finally, like last year, I gave it one more shot yeah. and I got a pro controller and it solved the Joy-Con oh, wow. drift part. And then I was like obsessed with it. <laughs> I. Oh, my goodness. I was like, why have I been sleeping on this game? Yeah. For, you know, Well, like in Zelda in general. So uh, probably that one, it just felt like and my community was, will tell you this, like, they know when I really love a game cuz that's when the 10, 12 hour, 14 hour streams happen. <laughs> when I can't stop playing and I just yeah. want to keep playing all the time and that happened a lot with Breath of the Wild and I was hoping that Breath of the Wild would overtake Cold War in my mm-hmm. most streamed. <laughs> it almost did and then I was like I can't I like I need to take a break looking for these Coroxies, but I absolutely <laughs> fell in love with that game. I loved it so much. Uh I, if I could stream that. Yeah. For more time i probably would um okay yeah All so.
1: right. now something i saw on your twitch page uh you have something called true variety what is that
0: oh true variety is one of the stream teams i'm on okay uh this is actually Ashes or spinachy's stream team oh, okay oh so that's you know what you asked me about when i realized it was variety yeah. it's probably when spin invited me to that to that group okay because it's specifically for variety content creators and so when she invited me to be in it i was like i guess i'm a variety content like like that's i think that's when lightning struck my brain like oh yeah (laughs) that's what i've been doing yeah i'll be in true variety there we go (laughs) yeah so it's like she just like gave me you know it gave some like it named what i was already doing okay to an extent
1: very cool. And also on your Twitter uh, page, there's something about Capcom. You have some relationship or affiliate with uh, Capcom.
0: Yes, this is very exciting. So earlier this year, at the beginning of the year in January, Capcom announced that they were uh, starting a content creators program, where they wanted to just kind of build the, uh, you know, content creator relationships yeah. that they help and and so I. It's crazy. They in, it had a whole application process for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I saw it online and I was like, "You know, I should apply for that." And then I just didn't for some reason. And then I they reached out to me through email. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know why, why or how. And they're like, "Hey, we just want to invite you to be part of this program." And I was like, "How?" Cuz like <laughs> I knew like a lot of people that were applying to be in it and yeah. some people didn't get in. And I was like, "How did that- I I don't know. I think it was a mistake, honestly. (laughs) I was like, why why are you asking? Like, I was so honored, but I was like, I kind of had a little bit of imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because I'm like, you know, I obviously love Capcom. I've been playing Monster Hunter and um, Resident Evil games, you know, that's like kind of like a lot of the games I play. But, you know, you kind of got like, why did they invite me? Like, why am I like, who like invited me to this table? You know, I'm I'm not sure. But. I was I was extremely grateful, so excited, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so that happened earlier this year. So I'm part of their official Capcom Creators yeah. program. So it's pretty amazing. They uh give us a lot of opportunities and some like personally like one of the one of the coolest things they just started is uh our Nexus store. Oh, okay. So I have a curate uh, so this is a special thing that they kind of made available to everybody in the Capcom program, but um basically you can curate a list of Capcom games for your own personal store. Yeah. And so Anytime anybody can purchase a game through your store, um, they get the game, and then like you also kind of like um, get support from the purchase. Yeah. So oh, cool. I was like, "What a cool!" Th- I was like, "I was like, you could not have like what a cool thing!" Yeah, you know, like to just make available for people. So yeah. I like so humble and so grateful and excited to be part of that. So that's
1: very cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh TwitchCon. Are you going to TwitchCon or have you been to a TwitchCon before?
0: You know, I have never been to a TwitchCon. Um I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I still have like what less than two months to figure that out.
1: Yeah, it's in October, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh my weekend is still free. I think what I needed to do, I did a lot of traveling this summer.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we kind of talked about this before before the podcast, but I was out in California already twice this year yeah. and so I kind of had in my mind okay once I get back from my trips then I'm going to sit down and decide like budget-wise time-wise yeah. I can make this happen so now I'm in that phase so <laughs> I just got back from California the second time now so I'm like okay I'm going to figure out if that's something that I can make happen because I would love to do that I would love to um, at least be in the city even if I'm not yeah. <laughs> necessarily going into the con or whatever but just to be there and like because I do know a couple of the community members um, are going it'd yeah. be really cool to meet them and and hang out but uh have you ever been i have I've you, never been you no no
1: nope. yeah. i you just planning to go nope nope not for me i've got three kids and a wife and i said, yeah that's not gonna yeah. fly yeah i'm gonna fly across <laughs> the country and hang out here for the weekend no that's not going.
0: i okay. was definitely not gonna go before the the uh, mask and vaccination yeah. policy came out but uh I think they changed that, so considering it, maybe. But I I'm not really sure. Yeah. I'm on the I'm on the fence right now, so I'm still <laughs> trying to to figure that out. Very cool.
1: All right. So now, any content creators that people should you know check out that are maybe flying under the radar, or some some of your favorites that people uh, people should go watch.
0: Um, some favorites. Ooh, that's a really good question. Oh, uh, you know, there's a few there's a few late night ones that I watch a lot and i think that they're really great um one of them is uh baby Mm (laughs) xyla she like it's so funny she she's one of my favorite people to raid um because like she's always playing some like tough like souls like like a from soft and just her reactions and like everything is so like wild yeah just beating bosses and stuff (laughs) so I I also have to know that if I'm about to raid her, I know I'm going to be watching her for another 2 hours <laughs> cuz like I won't be able to like stop watching. Yeah. So if you want kind of like a wild and crazy vibe and yeah. like like watch someone like play tough games, like she's one of my favorites. Um uh chill streams I would say I really like a, a couple my couple, my other couple of late night streamers I would watch are She, well, she, I would say she's on the regular tea with Mandy.
1: Yeah.
0: She's great. I think a lot of people know her. She's a large, like a larger variety stream. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think watching her gave me permission to be cozy.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think that's the thing. Like, I, I didn't know chill could be like so entertaining and like so like comforting. And so, like, I think she's like one of the streamers I just, I, I love the vibe that she kind of creates. And we all, we also like very similar games, too. Yeah. Um, so she's one of them. And then another one is Pico Watts. Okay.
1: Um. Now, who's the one that's the cozy streamer?
0: That'd be Mandy.
1: Okay. All right. Mandy,
0: for sure. Now, yeah. Pico is pretty... you is, like, more chatty. I yeah. would say... So I think that's the thing. I have my different uh, flavors yeah. at night. If I want wild and crazy, I go to to, to Baby Zyla. If I yeah. want, like, chatty and engaging and, like, super, like... Uh, like like fun gameplay, I go for Pico. If I want like just like relaxing and yeah. like chill and like cozy, I will go for Mandy. Okay. Yeah. So those are I, I've, I've because I stream so late, I've had to like find like late night troopers, like out of my you know normal community. Right. Yeah. So. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Obviously, all of my teammates, you know, like yes. my my uh, my True Variety teammates as well. But like, I'm trying to think of outside the normal the normal yeah. circle. All right. Um.
1: So being raided, so when you get that big raid for the first time where you go from X number to triple X number, how do you prepare for something like that?
0: <laughs> uh, you don't? <laughs> 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 like, I still get, like, thrown off. Yeah. And, like, uh, I think that's the thing that's so fun about streaming is that, like, I never want to get used to that. Like, I never want to get used to or take for granted anytime anybody. It doesn't matter if it's, like, two, one, two people – a thousand people like yeah. the fact that someone's bringing their party to your house yeah is such a cool thing that like, they chose to do that um nothing uh yeah what do you say how do you prepare that prepare for that i don't know i okay you another we, i talked about adriana that was probably one of the biggest craziest raids i've ever had yeah. probably one of the most special one was when i was playing resident evil 3 remake and just quietly streaming you know like yeah 30 viewers probably and I got hit with a, a raid from uh Nicole Tompkins
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is the voice actress play who plays Jill Valentine in the game I was playing, Resident oh, Evil 3. Wow. Oh. And I recognized her name immediately because I follow her. <laughs> I follow her on yeah. Twitch. And it was like, oh, Raiders of, Ra-, you know, Nicole's stream has joined. And I was like, <laughs> like it's like my brain broke. <laughs> uh, so I think So she does this a lot. Well, she'll she'll specifically find someone who's playing Resident Evil 3 and just raid them. Never thought in a million years that would ever, you know. That that was not even a thought that that would happen. But I just, my brain broke. Like, I couldn't function. Like, I was, like, (laughs) I was fangirling because I was, like, I can't believe I'm playing Jill Valentine. And Jill Valentine just, like, came into the chat. And she was super, like engaged like yeah. she was asking. You know, she was asking questions she was cheering me on because i was about to fight a boss i was like i can't <laughs> believe Jill valentine was like like telling me good luck before i beat you know you know nemesis i'm like this is insane
1: oh my god so
0: that you know that was probably that was probably one of the most memorable ones i i couldn't believe that that happened yeah Oh, that's so. Wild. But yeah, you don't know. Like, chat's just going so fast. You're just trying to keep up. You're yeah. just trying to say hi to everyone. There's, and there's, you can't, you can't yeah. keep up with that. It's that crazy. So.
1: All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. To the MCU universe, what is your favorite movie? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> One that you sticks don't, out.
0: If you know, believe it or not, I think about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's so funny. I actually a ranked we I think this is part of like a reward. I I live ranked all the MCU films yeah. on stream like semi recently. <sighs> so you would think I would know like right off the top of my head. I think okay. I feel like this is a cheat. Yeah. But I just really love the Avengers movies. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to break it down like this. So <laughs> Is this going to sound really messed up, but I actually really love Infinity War. I think okay. that's like a perfect, I know that's probably a dark answer. That's like when everybody gets murdered. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a perfectly paced. There is no waste in that movie at all.
1: Yeah.
0: I, okay, confession. I saw that movie in the theater, six times.
1: Okay, all right.
0: That's how much I liked it because yeah. I just like it was nonstop action from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Um, my favorite trilogy is the Captain tri- Captain trilogy. Yeah.
1: The first Captain think, America movie was so good. I just love that.
0: I love it. I love period films in general, and yeah. I love that they made his movie a period film, essentially. And I just think he has the best movies. I think yeah. his is the strongest trilogy. So I would say the Cap, the Cap trilogy is my favorite. Loved Civil War. Yeah. Um, I mean, Winter Soldier is just amazing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: personal fave. Sorry, recently. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Okay. Um, I think for me, just being Asian-American, that yeah. film just impacted me. and That hit was the Seven Rings, right? Yeah, or yeah. Ten Rings. Ten, ten rings, rings, sorry. Yes, yes that yeah. That was so of good.
1: Years. Yes.
0: I think it's one of the better action MCU films that have come out. And yeah. then just, I think the villain of that story was one of the best written. Like mm-hmm. Aside from Thanos, I think he's one of the strongest villains in yeah. the MCU. Um, just kind of like an anti-hero. Like, he's you understand why he's doing what he's doing (laughs) on, you know, so personal favorite recently, I would say Shang-Chi just because like seeing, uh, an Asian American superhero was just like super meaningful for me. Yeah. Um, and it just hit me in a different way that some of the other other ones, you know, so Oh, I, I can't give you a favorite
1: one, but That's those are okay. my top. But I, you know, you, you brought up a good point, though, with the uh, the Infinity War movie being dark and it's one of your favorite because everyone dies. Rogue <laughs> One is probably one of my favorite Ooh. movies because it is just at, 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 at like three quarters of the way through. I'm like, oh, my God, they're all going to die. And it was just such a good movie, such a different Star Wars movie.
0: I think I was shocked. I think I couldn't. I think when I, when death after death after death happened yeah. in the one, I think I was just like, I can't believe. Like, and then when I think about, it, I'm like, it's kind of true. I mean, obviously, you don't hear anything about these characters later, right. but, but, yeah. And the Darth, the Darth Vader scene. At oh the end.
1: my God! Yes, you see the power he really has. It was just yeah. like, yeah, and that's yeah. yeah
0: you know, it's good. it's funny though. Rogue One, I, it grew on me. I yeah. wasn't sure if I liked it at first. I wasn't like I didn't gel with the characters, but the more I've watched it, yeah. People actually give me crap for this, like, because everybody was like, "Rogue One's the best one." I was like, "Is it though?" Uh, but I would I'd kept watching it, and then I actually read the novelization of it semi recently. Okay, have you have you read it? I have it? not.
1: Is it worthwhile doing that?
0: Yes, I think actually it actually helped me appreciate the movie more, okay. mostly from a Jen Urso standpoint. Yeah. I feel like they Jen is such an internal character. Yeah, uh, she doesn't actually talk a whole lot. You know, she, so I loved that the book just kind of shed a little bit more light on her perspective and her thoughts and her motivations yeah. in a way that I think the film does to an extent, but I think the book really deep dives into it. Yeah. And so I felt like I fell more in love with Jin because of the novelization. And oh, okay. so that it, it informs the way I watch the movie now. And so now it's like, oh, yeah, like. I'm with Jen. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. All the way. But yeah, I just feel like those characters and uh Cassian is another one. I'm so yeah. excited about the Andor show. Yes. Yeah. He's another one I feel like is super internal as well. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see more of like his backstory and yeah um more of that. So I'm um, I'm
1: super stoked for Andor. Cool. Have you read the Thrawn series of books?
0: No, everybody keeps telling me I oh, need to read Thrawn. Yes. That's that's so those are on the top of my list. Yeah. I might have to like Kindle that or.
1: And now, know. what did you think of Solo? Solo seems to be like the movie that people like really just. I didn't mind it honestly. It was entertaining.
0: <laughs> okay, my okay. These are my hot Star Wars takes. My first one. Well, I think I've changed my Rogue One opinion semi recently, but my first one was like Rogue One is not as as great as everybody thinks it is. Yeah. Now I think it is.
1: <laughs>
0: I think I changed my mind about that. Okay. But my other. My other opinion is Star uh, Solo is not as bad as you remember. Yeah, (laughs) I I think I think, and everybody's like, "No, that's not true." I was like, "No, go watch it. It's a great action movie. Mm -hmm. It's really fun." I think the worst thing about it is just how Han Solo gets his name. But honestly, that was weak. That was. I'm actually insulted that like it's an imperial officer who gave him his name. (laughs) Like that. That I'm like, did that? That was probably the worst part of it for me. But if I can emotionally like move past yeah. that, there's a really great action adventure movie under there. Yeah. Um and some are really amazing action sequences. Yeah. Like so I I kind of had the same experience that everybody else that I watched it and I was like when, first of all, when they announced solo, I was like this is not necessary. We do not need this. Yeah. And then when it came out, I was like, it's okay. I recently why did I rewatch everything? Probably preparation for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think I just like rewatched all the movies and I rewatched solo and I was like, this is a fun movie. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it. Like I, I I felt bad that I had hated on it before. (laughs) Like I really did feel bad. I was like now, and now I'm like, I will, I will go to the for that movie now. Like I'll, (laughs) so yeah, that's, that's probably my hottest star Wars take is that solo is not as bad as you remember.
1: Yeah. Well, we covered a lot tonight, and you survived the podcast.
0: I did. did. I it. it's been an oh wow! I didn't can't even believe it's been an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's not at all.
1: but before you yeah. go though, you have to pick who's coming on in your circle. Who who do you think has a good story that you're throwing out now?
0: Okay, oof. Okay, hold on. Let me. I'm going to scroll a little oh, bit. That's all right. You
1: scroll a little bit. You you.
0: You know, I should have prepared for this because I know I know you asked this question to spin and she yeah. said me. Okay, I have someone. All right. I will say, I'm going to say Rocket Sage. Okay. Um, she's a fellow True Variety teammate of mine. Yeah. Uh, she is a variety streamer and educator. Oh, okay. And so she frequently does educational streams in addition to gaming. Oh, which, which that was such a corner of twitch i didn't know existed yeah and i think she does both of those things so well and she has a really fascinating story about all that so uh yeah rockets i'm gonna say rocket sage
1: all right there we go well rocket sage we're gonna be coming for you (laughs) i'll give her uh i'll give her (laughs) absolutely (laughs) she'll be cursing you what are you doing to me
0: yeah she like she's amazing she's an amazing community like she's just also a musician like she's just multi-talented super super intelligent super uh engaging yeah. wonderful streamer so and a good friend so yeah i would Very say my cool. is, is the ticket
1: all right so spinachy stole my three questions I'm, i gotta ask him because i you know i always have sincere musician okay. all right okay favorite favorite band or favorite artist
0: oh my goodness okay you're just uh, thankful thankfully that you said artist because band it's always hard for me because i you know i'm gonna say of all time i'm gonna say
1: nora okay nora jones. Nora jones that's
0: an easy that's easy for me
1: all right you can meet anybody in history for an hour. Who are you? Who would you like to sit with?
0: Who would I? Oh, from hi- all of yeah, history, all of
1: history. You can say the name. They're going to have a cup of coffee with you or a cup of tea, and you can just pick their brains <laughs> for an hour.
0: You know, okay, this is going to be a really silly answer, probably. I'm going to say. I'm going to say whoever owned my dog before I found him on the street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just because like, okay. So I have a, a rescue dog. Yeah. I uh, found, literally found him wandering around the street like five years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, a little Bichon. And I don't know, like I just think about him. I'm like, what was your life like for the first 10 years? Like before I found you. Yeah. And I, like, I wish I could ask him, like, I wish I could ask my dog. Cause I'm just like, he has some like weird quirks and habits. So I'm yeah. just like, so i just want to know i just want to like sit down with and not be like why did you abandon this animal but just be like what was the what was what was pepe's life like before i don't know i know i, I know i I should probably say like einstein or like i thought you were gonna go
1: stan lee honestly i thought stan lee <laughs> <Somebody was coming>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would love to chat with stanley but i really want to know what happened to what happened to my dog's life there we go <laughs> that's my honest answer like I more love than this. like you know, I should probably should say something more historical or something, but like me, like the history, like what is my dog's history? I really yeah. want to know that. Awesome. Sorry, that's, that's just me being a pet mom. You know, I, so. I love it.
1: That's all right. <laughs> and now the third question is, what's your favorite movie? Oh, no. Yeah. I think this
0: changes. I think honestly, I think this changes depending on what day you ask me. OK. I feel like I have a few answers.
1: All right. Well, I'll take a couple.
0: Okay, obviously, like OG Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know, like, and when I say OG, I mean like New Hope.
1: Yes. Like that
0: to me that that was th- that is still my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's an unpopular answer because most people say Empire, and I feel I'm like well, one of people. I feel like it should be Empire because like, I know it's like, but to me, there's just a magic about the first one. Yeah. That, um, I don't know. That's just. That's the one I remember most from being a kid. Yeah. Uh I think for a long time my favorite movie I would have said was Amelie. Okay. Are you familiar with no. this? It's a, it's a French movie. It's like a it's like an indie French movie that be kind of became mainstream like years ago. But yeah. uh yeah, that the the soundtrack, the storytelling, cinematography, every that's like a perfect movie in my opinion.
1: What is it about?
0: It's so, it's hard to explain the plot, but it's it's essentially about this, like, sh- very shy, introverted girl living in Paris. Yeah. And through a series of events, she's trying to solve the mystery of, like, the, uh, basically she finds a torn up uh, photo from a photo booth. And yeah. she's trying to piece the mystery of, like, who is this person? Like, she keeps finding. And along the way, she kind of develops friendships and relationships with various people throughout the city and she yeah. kind of comes out of her shell. Okay. So, yeah. So for me actually, I was like that movie resonated a lot with me just kind of being I'm actually introvert. I know I and you probably maybe encounter this of like people who are introverted but they just decided to stream for some reason. Yeah. Like
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I wonder so, like when you go to TwitchCon <laughs> Is everybody, like, just sort of, like, you know, off in corners because awkward, they do yeah. Awkward gamers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are, are surprised when I tell them I'm introverted, especially yeah. when they know me either through music or gaming or something. But, yeah. like, I love games and music so much, but that has been, like, my gateway into, like, opening up and expressing and, like, yeah. being able to connect with people. But, like, to, like, I'm naturally introverted, so... Yeah. Um, but the your, when your your passions can help bring you out of your shell. So that's that's probably one of the reasons why that movie is probably my favorite. Yeah, My favorites. Um, also, huge Studio Ghibli fan. So I'm going to throw in oh, okay, another yep. one. Spirited Spirit Away. Spirited yes. Away is one of my favorite that's films very, of yep. all time. So, so it's it's
1: it's funny you talk about being intro. So my wife, I will. I hate talking to people. I hate picking up the phone and placing an order for food. I'll have, my wife will do that. I'll go pick it up. But she goes, but Barry. You are doing a podcast talking to strangers. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know All just, the time. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what's so crazy? I actually I was I did a podcast for like a year about a year. Yeah. And it's the same kind of thing where like, yeah, you're shy and you're like, but then you're talking to people all right, the time. Yeah. You know. There's something different about it, I yeah. think. I think there's a difference between like you know, in this, in this environment, you're coming to talk about a very specific thing. It's something you're passionate about, something you're excited about. And there's like, it's, it's easier when you're like controlling the parameters to, you know, having a conversation with someone. Yeah. But if it's just like, yeah, making a phone call to order (laughs) something, you're like, I don't want to talk to somebody. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I I totally, I'm on the same page with you. I totally get it.
1: Well, thank you so much for doing this. This has been an absolute joy.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for Um, having me
1: absolutely well you have a good night thank you